Live from the studio complex in Baltimore, Maryland, you're listening to Info Warlocks with Sam Kelly. There's a war on for your magic. Yes! Thank you guys. This is Info Warlocks, uh, producer Jimmy Selesky. Uh, we have guest hey. Candace Saunders on. Yes. Thank you. Woo-woo. Her comedy career is going way too well to be associated with this degeneracy, but I'm super excited to have <laughs> her here. That's all you're associated with yeah. when you do comedy is degeneracy. <laughs> yes. Horrible people. Like, just, oh. Oh. That's that's okay. That's yeah. That's exactly why people when they say like about how comedians are toxic or when they try to police other people's jokes. I'm like, you realize we're all kind of like horrible people in in different ways. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, or not necessarily. I I trust people more who talk about the real shit, right? Than the people who like dance around it or try to act like they're have a moral message. Do you know how many people? said something about me saying nigger in my bit and they were later accused of being a little too handsy. Like, yeah. don't say nigger, but it's okay. Grab her ass. Yeah, they do that. Do oh that, my dude. God. Yeah. It's like, I said nigger because I'm black and I can. Yes. It's one of those things that exactly. you just fucking can. So like, do it. Right. Yeah. Do it a lot. <laughs> exactly. Especially if it like applies to the situation. Do it a lot. You know. Exactly. Right. And they're yeah. saying they're trying to c- control like what you can say. Was it black, black people that had a problem with no. it? No. Oh, my God. It was this girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one girl in particular. She just thought she could. She'd been doing comedy for like two years. And she's like, you know, if you took the N word out of the spirit joke, it would it would hit ever. You don't. I've been doing comedy 17 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Stay over there. Exactly. Okay. Don't try to police my shit. She wrote all my jokes down and all the hits and like where it hit and handed it to me after a show. Oh, my unsolicited. God. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Oh, I'm, so, yeah. I'm trying to retire from comedy in three years, honestly. I'm going to put in my 20. Yeah. You get your pension. You get your pension from yeah. SMOs I, at I that can't, point. I can't. <laughs> no, please don't say that's true. I mean, it's okay to like take a break and stuff. But... I know. I would never put yeah. it out there like, hey, guys, I'm quitting and then show up like, like certain people did. Like, didn't you quit last week? Why are you on the show now? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, no. You never just, you just kind of stop and come back when you want. Because comedy is like a drug. Like, yeah. I've been clean from comedy. You and know, you realize five years. <laughs> no, no, I got I to talk about this. I got to do it. So, no. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I stopped doing it for like four years in my last relationship when I moved to fucking bumfuck nowhere. Are you um, out there now still or? No, no. You're yeah. in Baltimore? Um, yeah, Glen Burnie. Yeah. Okay. The taint of, um, of Baltimore. I oh. guess Dundalk is the armpit of Maryland. Is Glen Burnie like the taint? I don't know. Glen Dirty. Glen Dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. The white trash triangle is Essex, <laughs> Middle River, and Dundalk. Yes. And then yes. Glen Burnie's just Glen Dirty. That's a whole nother county. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and it's, it's funny how um, tragedy or, or something in your life will often bring you back. To that, but. yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, like, like, so you're getting ready to like film a special. I'm trying to, like, we're working out the logistics, so hopefully soon. Um, yeah, is this your first one? Yeah, I uh, actually put a DVD out when I was hosting with Pablo back in like 2010 and 11, nice. and I was like a host giving a 15 minute shitty video. And we would like burn the DVDs in the hotel room, go get the printouts of the cover from Staples. And I sold them shits for $20 and people bought them. So like, Hell yeah. I have that, but 
for me, it was like, I need to be ready. And this is it. Like you always had yeah. to shoot your special as if this is the only one you're ever going to do. Mm-hmm. You don't want to say, oh, I'm going to have two, three more. No, because you could, but no one's going to recognize them. They may not be good, you know? So like this for me is going to be great. I'm actually going to get it pressed onto a record for my personal narcissism. Yes. No, that's not wall. narcissism. It's like you an know. account of like your great work of like your, your album. And then just listen to it next to Red Fox and, you know. Some people be like, you're not on that level. I'm like, I, I think I am. Fuck but, that. That's like, you know. seriously, that's awesome. And they, they, and right, it's called a special for a reason. Right, but so many people are doing them that they're not specials. They're just film sets that you put right. on YouTube, really. Right, right. It's like, so like, I have to do something to stand out. Yes, you know? that's beautiful. No, I, I love that. Like, um, and, and you're right, like, that's like, I just remember back in the day, like, when your favorite comic would put out like a special, it just like, it was just, it, it was fucking rock and roll. It just like, it felt, I used to get chills at like, right. When yeah. watching. And now like, it's like, it an here's my special on DVD. I'm like, someone just walked in front of your iPhone. And you left that <laughs> yeah. in. You didn't even edit it or do anything. Wow. Okay. Special. Used to be a special was something that someone else paid for. Like, if you're paying for it yourself, it's not really special. It's more like I just went all in on this set and paid for it. Right. And and it's done now. And that's where we're at, though. As comedy, you know, comedians, we got to move with the times. Well, 17 years is a respectable amount of time to go, you know, because a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of comics will do like, you know, they'll have been doing it for like one or two years and then drop a special. And it's like, are you really at a place that you're ready for a special, you know? Right. And uh, are you are you running back like 17 years worth of material? No. No. Okay. No, it's just how I've learned to deliver my material, this, the, the joke writing. All of it comes together mm-hmm. when you're doing it. But you really can't, I would say 10 years would be me, is what I was told coming up. It was, took 10 years to be a headliner. Wow. And I, I always believed in that. Like Howard G told me that actually. And I'm like, well, you've been doing this shit about 65 years. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know what you're talking about. Right, right. You know, yeah. so, you know, I think I had a lot of guidance coming up. And unfortunately for comics now, they don't. Right, right. And so I try to be that person that you can come to if you have questions to try to like, hey, this is what's happening now. But you want your shit to be classic. Mm-hmm. You know, like Cla- classic, not classy. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, just classic. Like it's not too dated. And even if it is, the shit's still funny because it still applies today. Yeah. So it's not really dated. It's just like timeless almost. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Because mm-hmm. pop culture references are an effective punchline. But again, you said you want, like, you can go back and watch, like, Eddie Murphy or something and still laugh your ass off. Right. Yeah. Like, there's just, even if he's talking about Brooke Shields and Michael Jackson, it, the shit's still fucking funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you can apply that same joke to two people now. Yes, you know? exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. Meg the Stallion, tall Amazon bitch. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, and I don't know Michael to Chris. I don't, I don't even know who to call Michael Jackson, honestly. But well, somebody, he's, he's yeah, we are missing. A hey, Michael Jackson. he's not a molester. Okay, <laughs> Michael Jackson is not a molester. I'm with you. I will oh, okay. never ever say that. Okay. Michael Jackson was taken advantage of hardcore because he had issues that mm-hmm. he was never. He did never experience a childhood. Right, yeah. right. He never did. So like. Now you have all this money and you can. Right, right, right. Like he'd never go to the zoo when he was a kid. Dad, 
fucking sing. But <laughs> I want to look at the giraffe. No, sing. it sounds like your it's childhood. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, wait. Okay. Did you watch that documentary, the the Finding Neverland? Or I did. And then they found out those people were lying. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't Where's know? the yes. documentary talking about Finding Finding Neverland exactly. and how it was all bullshit? <laughs> all of it was bullshit. <laughs> and Corey, nobody wants to listen to um. Corey Feldman and it's like why he's like a living mm. person that's there and it's like hell no this didn't happen Macaulay Culkin hell no this didn't happen he was not like that blah blah, blah. and so nobody you want to listen to the people trying to get money as opposed yeah. to people who were in this world that are like they have nothing to gain you yeah know, for like, Macaulay Culkin who had like the most fucked up childhood to be like no Michael Jackson didn't even touch me at all like, <laughs> at all yeah and so like I listen to people with nothing to gain you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you have okay. to think about it like Corey yeah. Feldman hasn't been in shit in a long time yeah yeah and like he could have said yeah you can pay me and I'll go spew lies about this person for money but he'd never done that right he's right. always had Michael Jackson's back and it's like I just we pretty much, everybody knows he's not a molester. R. Kelly, that's different. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, we saw R. Kelly, come on. Did you, know? you, did you guys watch that documentary? Um, the Surviving R. Kelly, Kelly? documentary? Yeah, yeah. Wow, they got a documentary for every, every <laughs> age of What the fuck Exactly. Like, what, what, <laughs> we already knew R. Kelly was fucked up. When I remember being on the bus in sixth grade, and they had the radio play, and they're just like, oh, he married Aaliyah. Oh, now, wow, wow. this was maybe 94, 93, mm -hmm. but I was in sixth grade, so I was 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, I was like, what? But she's like two years older than me. Wow. How did yeah. she? And I'm thinking, huh? Even then, it was just like weird to me. And I'm like. I mean, didn't she literally have a song called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number that he produced? That was the album. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that was the whole album. I mean, he told you. And see, that's the thing in the 90s. People told you what was going on. It's yeah. not like you didn't know. You just either you accepted it or you were like, this is awful. Right. And pretty much for me, it was just like, ah, you know, and then the allegations were kind of, it's like, and I like 12 Play. That was one of my favorite albums. Like, but is he talking about people my age? I don't wow. know. I don't want to really, that's, let me listen to Criss Cross again. Yeah, you know, like that's where I need to be, and that's the problem now with these kids. Like we had Crisscross, we had MC Hammer, we had CNC Music Factory, we had all this great music that didn't talk about crazy shit. You know, like I couldn't imagine like smoking crack at twelve, or like getting lit and like doing syrup and shit. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how we got here. But. Um, I I will say that I've been drinking a lot of cough syrup at night nice. to, to get to sleep. But do you mix it with Sprite? No, okay, that then a, that's that's the kicker. Because it's really Sprite that is the bad thing. Here. <laughs> if you're just doing straight cough syrup, that's not a problem. You're just you got a cold. Oh, right. Once you start incorporating Jolly Ranchers and Sprite into the mix, okay, now okay. you're dealing with a drug problem. <laughs> right. It's just to like knock my ass out. Yeah, like, that's why I quit <laughs> soda. I mean, if you're drinking it and you don't have a cold. <laughs> it might be a little yeah. yeah yeah when your illness is just like um a bipolar or personality yeah. disorder i haven't figured out yet but yeah <laughs> but no you gotta tell me what happened with this uh these these girls i'm gonna oh, say names okay, i just okay. want to know what happened how oh. we went from she killed it she murdered it oh yeah, yeah and yeah. i was happy because i remember when you first came back on the scene and we did yeah. that that dark mark show Hell yeah, yeah. and i was so happy 
to see you up there killing it. And I was like, oh, oh she's got you. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, she got it back. And <laughs> then I don't know. Um, I, again, I, I love, I'm just going to, I'll put the name, I love Maria Sanchez. And I fucking have a huge respect for Ray Diva. I think she's one of the funniest people around here, too. Like, I still laugh, like, thinking about, like, some other jokes and stuff. Like, but, um, I just, again, I, I love ball-busting humor. I love roasting but when it gets to the point where it just feels like a personal attack. And again, I, I'm a very sensitive person. So I realize that that's on me. I just don't think like I can handle that kind of like, again, I would have played up the role of being a, a dick sucking crack addict before I had kids. But now I have children and I'm, I'm a mother. <laughs> and, and you're not um, a dick sucking crackhead. No, I'm just a phone sex operator who um, uh, buys Adderall sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please edit all of this. Yeah. We, we want you. Yeah. We want you. I prescribe Vyvanse, but yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. Um, um, I just. So, like, were they just roasting you all the time? Um, or? Uh, Maria did something called the Racha Roundtable, where other people join it on her Instagram lives, and um, I was trying to support her and, and come on, but I realized, um, I. I'm ADHD. I don't mean to cut people off a lot. Like I, I have a thought in my head and it pops up and I don't mean that it's like more important than like anybody else's thought. I just like get so overly excited. Um, and I don't mean again to like make everything about me when I'm on a live or anything. Like I try to like pull back and I tried to just watch, but then I was like accused of not participating at the same time. So like I didn't know how to win with them basically. Um, and you know, she, she's just like, oh, she makes everything about her. Like Rediva was saying, and you know, I'm tired of it. And I'd really try to be respectful, especially when they were talking about black issues. So, um, part of the reason why I started Info Warlocks is to kind of put my own sense of humor out there. And then I felt like that caused a bit of a riff. There's also the element of me being into tarot and paganism and, um, Maria is like a very devout Christian. And so I hate to say it. So are a lot of people on the black or urban comedy scene and, they think that I'm like also like a Satan worshiper. And yeah, like I wear this shit, but I, I wear it um, mostly to like just fuck with people. It looks fly, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking fly. Yeah. And when you're walking around like Baltimore and stuff, the one thing pe people in Baltimore are afraid of that they won't fuck with is the devil. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what well, I'm like, if it keeps you safe, because we don't know what does now. <laughs> yeah. These days. Pentagrams and all that. Keep it My thing with that is like, I'm a, I'm a Christian also. And that's why I said, I don't want to do the tarot cards because I don't right, believe right. in it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, if you do, that's fine. Yeah. Totally. It doesn't interfere with my relationship with God. It doesn't. I just don't choose not to do it. And exactly. that doesn't make me think any less of you right, right as a person you know just like there's muslims that like some of their ideals make sense but i'm not a muslim yeah, but if you yeah. want to be a muslim be a muslim yeah so right. i don't you know just don't so. cut off little girls clits please yeah. <laughs> that's a good jumping point yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I, I totally agree and like me like posting about this stuff or doing pot, it's never trying to like shove my opinion down somebody's throat no it's no just you like, just yeah. simply ask me and yeah, i was like yeah. yeah no i'm fine and like you know it's yeah moving on and you do you, you yeah, know. Yeah. And like I my mother-in-law has tried to read my cards several times, and I'm like, I don't. If you read right. them and I'm unaware of it, I feel like it doesn't affect me. Yeah, yeah. You know, because exactly. I was like, don't ever read my cards. Right, right. And I told her that. Like, yeah. I just don't. I don't do it. I don't. I don't. Just like we played with a Ouija board when we were kids, and I'm like, that shit's fucking evil, man. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I didn't like the responses I was getting. 
from the Ouija board. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm gonna laugh. That's like, <laughs> no, man, I, I used to go to this auction that they had an old, old, like 1800s one that was made in Baltimore. And right. I'd go to this auction week after week, someone would buy it, then it would be back. At the next auction, like, why the fuck is it back? Like, someone's like, went home, like, look what I got, did it, and was like, oh, fuck, no, this is evil. So they kept passing, and it's like, and then some lady was like, bought it, and then burned it in the parking lot. <laughs> wow. Because she was like, this is evil, and it needs to go. And this was a white lady, and she was just like, I'm here every week, and watching you sell this over and over and over again, and it keeps coming back. I don't know, but it's going. It's I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to burn it. And they were like, oh. She sent that shit back to hell. (laughs) But it it was cool as a historical thing. But like, I was like, especially I'm not fucking with the Ouija board from the 1800s. Are you insane? Right, right. Like, no. They were like, this is Edgar Allan Poe's Ouija board. They would say (laughs) any shit. He's dead now. Yeah. What does that say about us? They would say the craziest shit. Like, okay. Like, yeah. That's all. Yeah, I have a glow in the dark one. It's on my mom's house. So is 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 Ouija board and, and tarot cards? Is that considered? Because I is that considered like anti Christian? I don't know. I I don't know that it's that. I just think it opens portals mm-hmm. and okay. opens doors. Definitely. Don't. So kind of, um, I guess within because uh, I'm Christian as well. But like my kind of thing on is I just kind of just don't believe in it in general right and so i know i shouldn't say that on this podcast no, no, no but no. i think i think more of it comes from like internal but like i guess that if you take like a hard stance like against it then you're still kind of acknowledging like this is a real thing and yeah, it's a real yeah. thing i don't fuck with versus with me it's like i'm christian i just don't it's fun but right. i don't believe in it <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you like, know what i mean like uh, the thing i love about magic is just I think that people like we were talking about before, especially um, like rappers these days or pop artists who use these symbols in their music videos. You don't know whether they actually signed a contract with the devil or not for fame. Mm-hmm. They, used they did. The, the <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Someone told me that they approached them and they were like, no, and I'm going to do drugs forever so they can never get in my head. <laughs> and uh, they <laughs> stuck with that. So do, do they go to the what is the process of signing a contract with are there crossroads involved? You have to go to an intersection. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a specific intersection. I can't just go to yeah. York and Seminary right. and the devil comes down. <laughs> is Cetron House delivery driver? What is this? You know, right. like how do you how do you go about that process? I've always wondered. Because as an aspiring musician, not that I would sign the contract, but I'm a little offended the devil never said what's up to me. <laughs> Even gave me a chance. I don't know what the criteria is either. <laughs> um you, I, I don't know. I just know that I've heard from comedians that they approach them. And they, they knew being what like it the was. Industry or yeah, the industry, that whole like I don't want to use the word Illuminati because that's where use it, it, use it. No. no, because I don't think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think people have an agenda that they want to push, mm-hmm. and if they think they can get you to push it, because they don't really know, they have an idea of maybe they can do it, and then they come to them and they're like, oh well. Um, no, I can't push this. Right, yeah. right. You know, you see, like with my spirituality, it's not meaning the devil at the crossroads necessarily. It's remembering to look up and remember you came from the stars. Right. And remember we're all stars. And that's the biggest fucking lie about celebrity is that they're the only stars. Yep. When, yep. Uh, every, mm-hmm. Alistair Crowley, he was a piece of shit, but even he said every man and woman is a star. Mm-hmm. And non-binaries, no. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, um, but that's that's interesting though. It's like um that I'm I guess because what do you think you have to do to be a comedian to make it? Do you think you 
have to stop being funny. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's changed. I think probably there were because the the whole thing about like the devil signing thing makes sense to me in terms of like when they talk about blackmail, that does make sense to me. How like if you like want to be in a major position of power. Um, in a lot of ways, you kind of have to play along. Like to be like the number one Columbia Records most promoted celebrity, like you kind of have to play ball with them. They're not going to invest a bunch of money in a person that's going to fucking go rogue or something like that. And so when you think about that aspect, it's like when they talk about like you know they kind of put you in a position where like you have to do something that now they have something on you. So now they know that you're mm. under their thumb. Like right. we have pictures of you having sex with underage girls now, but we put you in this position of power. But now you have to like you wanted this power. And now you're under our thumb because we have this on you. And so the second you step out of line, we can ruin your whole thing. And that's kind of how I've always interpreted, like when people talk about like signing a deal with the devil, maybe it wasn't necessarily an occult thing, but more like you're giving up your soul in a way to get this thing. that you Right. Want it's more. like a metaphor kind of like whether you believe, you know, that actually exists. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. I just think that there are forces at work and not necessarily supernatural just there's people who want an agenda pushed for a certain fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And whether it's just, I, I don't even know. Like, What like d agendas are being pushed right now that you think are particularly dangerous? Um, I don't like the agenda of black men versus black women. Mm -hmm. Like if you go on any podcast or like these influencers, <laughs> they're always talking about... There's black women that hate black men. Black men hate what black women. And it's like, why are we doing this? Mm, and right, it right. really comes back to the issue of relationships and dynamics of, well, I don't want to be with her because I want this and she won't give it to me. So like there's men who don't believe in the whole feminist movement. And it's like, no, if you don't work and make money, how are we going to support our family? You can't work and make money or hustle, do whatever. Then why am I dealing with you? And that's not to say love doesn't exist. But like like for me and my family, we both work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We make around the same amount of money. He makes a little bit more than me. And that's fine. I have no issue with that. Yeah, but yeah. the bills get split in half. Right. And I'm fine with that. Some men don't want to work and don't want to do shit. And then the woman was like, well, I got to go to work. What are you doing? It's like this thing. And now I'm like black dudes are like bragging about like flying out to other countries to pick up these women. 90 day fiance, baby. I love it. Right. But see, the thing is too, that they're going to these countries and they're all hip to it as well. And it's like, I'm not mad. I, Okay, I don't mean to like go off the rails here, but it's like I've been hearing this guy's head and the voice in my head a lot, um, and this is, which is why I like really want to figure out whether he's dead or not. Like I want to figure out if he's actually trying to like talk Honestly, to me from beyond. Or no, I think he's fucking with you. I think he's fully alive. I think if you went to his house, he'd be fucking alive. Do you? Know or the where homeless? <laughs> I, Do you know like shelter. where did he live? Um, supposedly in Pasadena. I was supposed to go over his place. Um, the night that he killed himself. What address do you have? I'll look it up. But yeah, you have yeah. an address? And um, I dropped his food stamp card off for his grandmother to pick up. Because <laughs> he was my food stamp daddy um, at, the, at the shelter where he volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, we went through like 10 years together in six days. This dude sounds like a scammer. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's dudes who will literally go on these websites and scam, and none of it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, it ain't right. Right. That's the best advice I can give you. Right, I right. want to know where this motherfucker. I need to pull up to your house. Yes, I want to do an investigation. And you come out, and I want to go in your house. I want to see, you know, like people are. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think he's dead. Because <laughs> randomly, yeah. like I just need to, like, so you found out he was dead from people messaging you, right? And I was supposed to see him that night. Um, all I said was, "Your friends keep messaging me saying that you're going to kill yourself," but I. <laughs> I misspelled. Why would kill- his friends have your phone number? I guess I he supposedly gave it to them or something. Why? Um, to uh, he had apparently also had a brain tumor. Is that? Does is this that- sound real to you, Sam? Seriously? <laughs> I know. I know I this know. is the crazy. Like, this is old school, like web right. TV, two thousand two <laughs> web TV type fucking catfishing. Right. Yeah. This is the shit that people yeah. did back then when there was really no internet and you really didn't know and. Yeah. Right, right. And, and the thing is, like, I begged him to let me wait, like, two months before saying we were, like, together. And he's like, no, like, what are you trying to hide? Da, 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 da. Like, I love this yeah. Pollard side, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. motherfuckers scared me. They're Pollard. And Greenmount. Oh, oh Greenmount, yeah. yeah. But oh. private parking. Pollard's whistles like, you have to park your car. I'm like, I hope they don't get me. <laughs> I used to park in Donnybrook. Not, not Donnybrook. Valley View, across from Towson. Because I don't want to pay. <laughs> and then, like, hope my shit was still there. And it always was. <laughs> but that sign. Yeah, that sign blew over after a rainstorm, Good. like, ten, eight years ago. And <laughs> I was like, you know and what? It should. You should take it. I had to. Had I'm to. just having flashbacks of college right now. I'm no. like, oh. Did you go to Towson? Like, he's, yeah, he's yeah. more familiar with Towson than I'm mostly just i did Towson to you my first my first joke was um about how like they were given these std tests on campus <laughs> and like i don't know why i went there i don't remember it wasn't for that though and they said do you want an std test and i said no why would i want an std test because like, you go to towson <laughs> and I tell my friend this story, and he's like, "Well, because you can't spell slut without the T and the U, duh." That's true. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "I'm taking that. Can I have that?" And he's like, "You can have that." He wasn't a comedian, so he's like, "It's true." Did you ever perform for a thousand students or do anything? No, like? because I actually started comedy in 2006. Nice, like, and um, seems like it's I like- started after. No, when did I start? May 2006, right after my first show was my last week at Towson. Oh, wow, wow. So I didn't do comedy then. I worked at the Baltimore Improv while I worked at Towson. Or where I went to, I worked there while I went to Towson. And then that's how I met Pablo and shit. And that's when I was like, oh, they were like, you should do comedy. Everybody. Eric Myers, RIP. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he worked at the Baltimore Improv with me, and I didn't know he was comic. I thought he just worked in the box office. Then he came out and killed, and I was like, what? Oh, my God. His sense of humor, like, I watched some of him on YouTube. He was so fucking dark. Like, yeah. He was. He was really dark. <laughs> that's, speaking of Towson, that's kind of another agenda I feel like they push big time. I noticed in college, like, I get the, you know, having accessible STD tests and stuff on campus, but it almost felt like I went there for one year. I dropped out. 
I dropped out a virgin, so I, there was no need for me to have a STD test. But you'd like walk. Wait into a minute! A, you, so you're not a virgin? Now, obviously, you have groupies. <laughs> bad. Not at the time. God, Nikki Six, Nikki Six over here and shit. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he looks like Elvis, but Kevin he mixed in a little bit. And, I decided uh, some Bieber. To, <laughs> I decided to do the uh, to pursue music as an actual career. Uh, after dropping out that was like my reason for dropping out but i'd walk into like a dorm building and they would just have like a bucket of condoms on the front desk and it was like it almost felt like it was like like their whole their whole like rationale for it was like well people are gonna have sex we might as well do this but it's like yeah but at the same i don't know it almost feel like you were like encouraging it to a point well because it was towson yeah. And you already, that, that's what Towson was about. Did Party they not do that at other schools? I, I don't know. That's probably that a... was just because I only know about Towson and I like was like, okay, this is okay. Because Hartford Community College did not do that. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. say that. It's a, that's a commuter school. That's kind of, you gotta, you gotta have some shit. If you're a game. whore, you were a whore in high school and you're doing the same shit you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's why you're at HCC in the yeah. first well, place. I, well, <laughs> it's cheaper. Yeah, I, went oh, to yeah. Howard I did my I did my first two years at HCC because my mother was like, yeah, this is what you're going to do because I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. Or what? That's another gonna... life hack, too. Uh, first of all, HCC is like one of the best community colleges in the country, apparently. Harford Community College. I don't know. Are they talking about Harford or Howard County? Because um, which one did you go to? Harford. I went to Howard. I think it's Harford. Because H- they have the same letters. That is unfortunately <laughs> it's probably true. Howard County because Howard County has money to be better. Yeah, but I did just do a, um, I did a radio spot up there a couple, like a month ago. And that campus was like it's indecipherable nice. it's from a fair, regular college. Like the way, way, they have the Towson building up there now. When I went, I was like, okay, we had our little studio or whatever because I had to do audio production and all that. And it was nice. Yeah. And um, but what well, I heard, so yeah, let's say HCC Harford Community College is the yeah. best. One of them. Yeah. It was one of the best, and and that is a true thing. Like people don't tell you, but like I used to call freshman year of college, I called it thirteenth grade because I literally went there and like. I was in many cases, they make you take a list of generic courses just to get any major. Right. You have to like fulfill a certain amount of generic things. And it's like, wasn't well, that what high school was for? Like I took chemistry in high school. I took physics in high school. And that was your chance to kind of be like, is this something? I have a baseline education in these subjects, as should anyone who's graduated high school. Right. Assuming that we're not just handing out diplomas like, <laughs> like candy. No, they you are know? now. Yeah, but they are before, now. Before, no. I got my good enough. So you could take those classes and your degree is just from the place you wind up graduating from so like you could go to community college for the first two years get all that bullshit out of the way transfer those credits to us to a uh towson or university of maryland first of all a degree and a so two-year degree from any school in the state of maryland gets you automatic acceptance to yep, university that's maryland. how i got to towson and my yeah. mother's like i'm not paying for university of maryland Boom. Yeah, so your <laughs> mother your mother saved big time fucking yeah, money did. by not paying for the first two years of Towson University because those first two years are a joke. They are. Mm. They are a joke. So that's really the way to do it. Now, they're not going to say that. No, they Because won't. they lose money saying that. But that's well, the real truth. This podcast is also educational. Mm-hmm. So for anyone listening, don't let anyone shame you out of community college for the first two years. Mm-hmm. Don't get loans to go to Towson. for two, Like, you can drive to all these places. Yeah. I was still going to Towson parties. Because my coworkers at the improv went to Towson when I was still at Harford. Exactly. And so then when I moved to Towson, or I didn't move, I just, when I moved over school wise, I had these same coworkers. I'm like, okay, let's, oh my God, you're coming to Towson. Yeah, yeah. 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 So then, 
Same thing. Yeah. I, I had this great college experience driving there every day. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, I think that's what a lot of kids like just want is the college experience. That's really it's, what it's they not, sell you on. Yeah, yeah. In the dorm. And you can literally get that by like just working somewhere downtown. Which Baltimore. is which is why <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think going back to that, I think that's why they have like the big, you know, uh, you know, pinata of condoms at the front of every dorm building. <laughs> because they in a way they really are like you're supposed you're going to college thinking that they're they're selling that's you what my education. kids are getting on their 16th birthday is a pinata of condoms like please don't become an incel <laughs> fuck someone please but they're selling you on that but in reality they're they're low-key selling you on the college experience which is partying drinking sex and things like that and they're like no we're not we're not selling that but it's like but that's kind of all we're doing here because my classes are bullshit and every 18, 19 year old really, when they think about going to college, you think this is the first time I'm out on my own. You're drinking in your dorms and stuff like that. All your classes are bullshit. It's all general education shit. Half, you know, most people don't even declare their major until sophomore, if not junior year. So it's like, we really are just here to kind of fucking have fun, you know? You are. That, and then they really act like is. that's not it, you know? Yeah, it's not. I, look, only thing I learned in Towson that I didn't already know was. How to like spend shit PR wise, and that like I would have been too dark to go to Howard University back in the day. Really? Yes. You mean they like comedy a, wise or no, skin wise? No, skin wise. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Yeah, they had a paper bag hanging at the front door. Are you? And also serious? a comb. So if the comb got stuck in your hair, the next test was all right. We'll put your hand in this paper bag. What? And the if you fuck? were darker than the paper bag, well, yeah. So I was like, wow, okay. And I learned that at a white school from a black teacher. And I was like, oh, well, I couldn't have gone to Howard anyway. Hey, shit. All right. You oh know, my God. but that's what's it's. Yeah. So really, you know, that's how they did it. That's how they did it. A <laughs> comb, kinda... a comb at the front door and a bag. Wow. Brown paper bag. And when we discuss reparations, we're over here talking about you know, like gene testing and, and ancestors.com and stuff like that. I feel like that would, we could just do that instead. No, just do kinda. skin tone. Like That's why I said like I I just dealt with Towson because I, I compared it. You know, I said, cause my mother worked for Morgan State. Mm. And she was like, you're not fucking going there. Absolutely not. To Morgan State? Hell no. Did they do the reverse test at Morgan no, State? No, she just worked there. One of my friends corporate. is trying to convince me to use affirmative action to go to Morgan State. Oh, you to totally to can. Well, you know my somebody's husband. suing, a white guy is suing Howard now. Really? For discrimination. <laughs> this but is this not is, Howard County. This no, is Howard, Howard University. University in Washington, D.C. Yeah, let me specify oh that. Howard God, University. That's so funny. And uh, he said it was subjected to like multiple racist. And I get it. He probably got roasted every day. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Like, if you just, that's what, it's just, I, that's the thing about hanging out. I didn't have racist like, shit happen to me at Towson. Actually, I didn't. I'd be yeah. like, I was the black girl that the cops talked to. Like, why is she like this? <laughs> I shit, I need, I need you on speed dial well, when the cops oh, come for me because right, I don't know how to talk like, to them. I know how to talk to them. <laughs> I don't know how. Officer, listen. <laughs> she had too much to drink. Yeah. She's crazy. Her boyfriend just cheated on her. She shouldn't have broken that yeah. TV. I just, we got her on your TV. Can you please don't, please don't take her to jail. Do you know how many times? And... <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, but just going back, because I'm uh, going back to the Judah comes, which is really quick. It's just like it happened because I was just telling him, like, your friends are texting me saying that you are going to kill yourself. I misspelled kill yourself. So I wrote correcting my spelling error, kill yourself below that. Oh my God. <laughs> put the 
asterisk next to it, like <laughs> call yourself. I mean, I kill yourself. Asterisk. Oh my god. Then I said, see you at ten, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> they might have those oh messages. Like, so in please, evidence. like, I need you on like fucking speed dial. <laughs> I swear to God, what an and I didn't mean it. Typo. This dude, this dude's not dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, yeah. he's not. But um, he I, just, yeah, I didn't mean to derail him. What did you originally spell "kill yourself" as? <laughs> I have to go back and look. But call. Yeah, yeah. Call yourself. <laughs> Dill your, fill right. yourself. Yeah. Diddle yourself. Not a food stamps. <laughs> fill my. <laughs> Gosh, this 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 podcast is really predicated, leaning heavily on the idea that this guy is alive. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Just yeah, like, I saw how upset you were on Facebook, and I was just. I like, mean, I've still been crying. It's stop yeah. crying because he's alive. This person is not dead. Mm-hmm. But I because you know how you find out that one of your friends killed themselves? You hear about it. And then you're like, what? And then you text someone. And then they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, shit. And there's a funeral. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, there's a funeral involved usually. <laughs> Obituaries. My friend killed himself. And you know what? They didn't find him for weeks. He was wow. in the closet of his house. And his dad was on business and came home and found him because while the cops called him or called his mom because the neighbors were complaining about a smell. Oh, oh, my God. That's how they found him. That's morbid. We didn't know he was suicidal. We didn't know any of that shit. Wow. And that's how we found out. That's why I said real people don't. None of that's going to happen. Right. Right. Like you have to ask yourself, why do these people have my phone number? I haven't been dealing him with with him that long. (laughs) Um, when did he kill himself? After I said I was done, because that's mm-hmm. what psychos do. Oh, right. leave, I just I'll didn't want to talk to him for a night because I was working on like creative stuff, and I'm really bad at multitasking, and I'm a very introverted person normally. So for me to talk to someone, I for need like you four- to stay off dating sites while you're going through the shit you're going through. Right, that's right, what right. I really need you to do. Like but, as your friend, I'm telling you, stop. Yeah, those yeah. are the worst sites that you're on. Right, right. Their people are there are literally mental. <laughs> That's why no one's on there. Tinder, don't search. Don't just don't think you're not good enough to be on Tinder. <laughs> don't think that, bro. That's hilarious. Oh no, I'm God. serious. I'm just sorry. I'm There's just a like, girl yeah. that works with me that like was juggling five dudes on Tinder, <laughs> and half of them lived in Baltimore. I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? What? And then one day she's like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Oh, I would imagine if you're a girl, dude, Tinder is a freaking gold. No, because she's is- super, super woke. And like, you know, there's guys like that. But like, you know, that's kind of dying down now. And that woke shit, it's costing people money now. Mm-hmm. And I knew it would go away once it starts costing people money. It's not mm-hmm. going to be that. Cause you don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. You don't. Just like Kanye. Oh, he's anti-Semitic. But you lost $500 million. Yeah. Right. And right, now right. you want him back. Or you want to sell his shit. And you're going to have to pay him, but he's anti-Semitic. But, you know, that doesn't matter because I'm losing money. So Right. And see, like, a, a blind person explained to me the anti-Semitism on his part. And it's just like how a lot of black artists have their contracts and careers controlled by people. And a lot of them happen to be Jewish. And again, mm-hmm. my mom's a Jew. Um, I've been to Israel. Um, I just find them annoying because... <laughs> Because my mom gets on my nerves, so <laughs> they're not uh, annoying. Your mom is, yeah, annoying. yeah, yeah. Not all, just her. That's how um, you have to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Not all Jews. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Just ones I'm related to, you know? <laughs> and again, if, if the Jews were really controlling Hollywood, don't you think I'd be doing a little bit better in life? Well, your mom is Jewish. <laughs> that does, by Jewish law, make you make Jewish. Make you Jewish, then. it does. Yeah, and yeah. it also makes your kids Jewish. Nice, okay. Sweet. It, it goes, so it then you the need mother. to use that to come up. <laughs> you need to use that to go on a little bit longer of a rant here. <laughs> Because I was really so, feeling yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I guess. Um, okay. There is a conspiracy that I believe in. That the birthright program that I was in to go to Israel. Because I think that the um, American evangelical Christians are funding these programs for young American Jews to go back to Israel. To get us to make Aliyah and move there. So Jesus will come back. Because but I thought him, they didn't believe in Jesus. So, so I'm so confused. Um, no, like the, the Christians believe that. I think oh, it's Christian, in the Bible. Oh, yeah, Christians. That, that okay. once all the Jews have returned to the Holy Land, Jesus is coming back. Woo, party. Well, they do. And he's going to show yeah. up in Africa. And they'd <laughs> yes. be like, oh. <laughs> yes, I, I think he's Ethiopian. This is Jesus? <laughs> they bring out a paper bag and a coat. Like, it's Jesus, right motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't, I just know what, my Jewish friends say, and they're like, it's true. What's yeah. true? All of it. Everything Kanye said is fucking true. He's yeah, like, of yeah. course. I was like, but why do you do that? He's like, we had to find a niche. And that's what he told me. <laughs> so this came from a real Jewish person. Right, right. He yeah. was like, we had to find a niche. You know, like, you know, nobody really dealt with them. Like Italians, like regular white people don't deal with them because mm -hmm. they're all Christian, mm -hmm. Catholic, whatever. So to them, they're like a step beneath a Muslim where they'll deal with you as opposed to a Muslim. So you had to find a set of people who would deal with you. Mm -hmm. And So I wait, mean, Kanye found Jewish people to deal with him? Or you're talking about Jews? Nobody can deal with the Jews. No, he was or saying that they deal with black culture oh. because that's who accepts them and allows oh, them to do it. Because yeah. to them... To black people, you just are a white card. You, you know, I have a friend. He's Jewish as shit. He sells insurance. I'd go around and do shows with him. People were like, oh, is that your agent? Is that your manager? Oh, my God. Is that your lawyer? <laughs> yeah. No, that's my friend. Uh, right. But they assumed. <coughs> and wow. it was like, okay. And it worked. <laughs> okay. And we were like, okay, yeah. let's play this role as long yeah. as we can. Oh my God. That's they weird. think I'm important. People are coming and talking to me because I'm with you. Right, right. That's it. It's kind of also, just from an outside perspective, one of the better stereotypes you could have. Like, mm -hmm. oh no, we are awesome at shit. We're really good <laughs> with money and we find ourselves in high power positions. It's like, that's not really a mean. It's like, not. Like if the first, if you got a reptilian blood, yes. do you not want a Jewish lawyer? Yeah, I want a Jewish lawyer. <laughs> I want an Indian I do. doctor. <laughs> and I want yes. Yeah. What what is wrong? That's where I fucked up in custody. My lawyer wasn't Jewish. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly why. Maybe I don't know. That likely is why. Yeah. it probably is because either they have to be Jewish or like it, it's just it's not a bad thing. I don't. Maybe they think it is. It is because the way people are spinning it, but like it's true. That's what yeah. people want. I want prefer. Do you want a black lawyer or a Jewish lawyer, Mr. Cohen? You want, Co <laughs> you want Cochran or Cohen? No, Cochran's a one-off. Cochran's a one-off. Cochran's a one-off. I looked at Marilyn Mosby's lawyers, which is why she doesn't have them anymore. 
<laughs> Remember Marilyn Mosby's first lawyers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not her lawyers anymore. And I was like, are you going to get out here and preach? Or are you going to like defend her? Because like, I don't care what you're, whatever. And then you did something and got contempt. And like, now you had to quit because you got, no. Can you break down? I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm very in my own head and stuff. Like I want to start paying more attention to the news. I tried to understand the whole Marilyn Mosby thing, but I mean, I remember the stuff you used to post about it would make me laugh or make me think even. So basically her mistake was going after the police. And the police union with the Freddie Gray thing. It was never going to work. They rioted because people were tired of it. Um, and so she did this. And then I, I, my personal opinion, this is nothing else. That's just the week Larry Hogan got COVID. And she came out and said he needs to worry about something the getting rid of COVID whatever something to that don't quote me something her and Larry Hogan had gotten into it <laughs> okay yeah like a week two weeks before these charges came and I said oh she's talking too much shit now because um, the way the murder rate is in Baltimore City you can't really say you're doing shit yeah. you're letting these people back on the streets for oh these are low-level crimes okay that's what you caught them on but these people are fucked up they are. Mm-hmm. We know that. Like, I know people who got caught pissing on the street that were fucking murderers. Jesus. Oh, you locked them up for fucking pissing on the street, but they have, they've been indicted and questioned about multiple murders, multiple shit, and so you just let them out. Yeah. And so... <gasps> what? That makes no sense. That's fucking no, crazy. and I get it. On a normal scale, you shouldn't be locked up for pissing on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But that's a law on the books in Baltimore City. You can't piss outside. I don't know if it's indecent exposure. I don't know what the charge is, but you can't do but it. But you can kill someone? like No, no. What? But these people had other did other shit. You just caught them pissing on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have this person locked up for pissing on the sidewalk, yet they're a suspect in multiple murders. You've caught oh. them with guns. You've done this. Nine times out of 10, they're probably going to kill someone mm-hmm. or have. But because you locked them up on a pissing outside charge, let them go. Uh-huh. And this what? isn't a drunk yeah. college bitch that was drunk <laughs> and pissing in an alley. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? This is somebody who has charges. So when she started letting these people out and the murder rate starts going, going up, well... You're getting these people and you're putting them in custody, but you're letting them go. And they're pissing on the street because they know that you're going to let them go. So they don't give a fuck. Because, like, if you really broke it down, like, if you're wanted for murder or a suspect in multiple murders, most people would say, I'm keeping my nose clean. I'm not doing anything. But these people were so confident that she would let them out because she would. That they would piss on the street. Fuck you. Pull their dick out to the cop. Fuck you, bitch. Then the cop's like, I'm offended. Fuck this bitch. Lock them up. But you're not going to get charged. You just wanted to, like, fuck their day up. Right, right. But really, you should have held this person because you're a suspect in multiple shit. But it breaks it down. So, like, when she was doing that, you're going at the police. The city's burning. All this. You're going to pay for that. Mm -hmm. She went too hard. Way too hard. And it's like, are these charges bullshit? I mean, no, you did it. But would they have come after you for this bullshit? 
had you not done what you did. Mm, but that, that, that's kind of like profiling, though, isn't it? It's like that's the. Wasn't there more to it as well? Like I, I wasn't there an aspect of like a lot of the things that these people were brought in for wasn't necessarily just something dumb either. Like they, no, it wasn't. Were, but I'm just using that as the yeah. least, the like most like bullshit. The best case scenario exactly. of what was happening. When in reality, there was also a lot of people getting taken. You hear about people all the time that you know were arrested have have like you know eight nine ten arrests on record for car theft and and armed robbery and different things like that and all these things pile up and then eventually it culminates into them killing somebody and it's like well this person should have been in jail for that carjacking that Mm -hmm. person should have been in jail for the robbery they should have been in jail for all these different things that they they wouldn't have been out on the the street to kill somebody exactly because so much other shit that you did prior to that you should have been in jail exactly so you have and, a lot of people that are out here committing murders. Yeah, they hadn't murdered anybody yet, but they did a bunch of other shit that was like that that is jail worthy. You well, know? you notice El Salvador got a jail for forty thousand people. They said they haven't had a murder in three hundred days. Damn, and that's because the most they locked everybody. <laughs> they locked up everybody. If you got tattoos and they're like, "Well, these people didn't do it." I don't. They just it's a profile. If you're in the gang like that, and if you an but they still I, let them fuck bitches, right? They got conjugal visits and stuff. I don't in know. The jails there. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. Like, but if you have tattoos up. all over your body and face, you might just bake fucking empanadas all day. That's very possible. But why would you tattoo your face and body? Also, if you're repping MS-13 and you're not in MS-13, MS-13 then you should be fuck. locked up anyway because <laughs> you're, and that's safe from MS-13. Exactly. Because that's you can't be doing that. Yeah, they'll fuck you. If anything, if you're if you're falsely repping MS-13, getting locked up and away from MS-13 is the best thing you should be asking. <laughs> but for. when you get locked up, you'll be with nothing but MS-13. True. It's like or a bunch being of other a fake guys, blood yeah. or a fake crip. All that shit used to be like. My cousin-in-law used to walk around Patapsco Flea Market with a bandana hanging out of his pocket. White boy. Somebody pulled him up and was like, hey, put that away. Like a nice older gentleman. Oh, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Put that away. Right, did he right. know what he was doing? or did He, he just knew what he banana? was doing. He thought he, you know. Yeah. Eminem made a lot of fake thugs. And the crazy thing about Eminem is Eminem was never like that. Eminem was like, I'm a crazy white boy. I'm not a gang member. Right. I'll kill my mom. I don't go and kill and shoot up blocks. I yeah, want to kill yeah. my mom and right, my yeah. baby's mother. Right. Like, I'm on like an Eminem but, wavelength. You know, <laughs> and so, but like during the Eminem period, a lot of white people that thought they was hood and down was doing a lot of shit that you shouldn't be doing. It's like they're giving you a pass because you're white because they know if they kill you, they're going to look for your killer. As opposed to a black person, you cannot... Do that. Right. Yeah. You can't misreset. Like, even the mob, people, like, they kill people, too, for, like, faking mobster shit. Like, you said you're a part of this family? Wow. Are you? Yeah. Right, right. Totally. It's yes. Just, and see, the thing is, it's like, I'm not trying to circle it back around to, to stand-up or to comedy, but it's like, you have to come into, like, I hate to say it, but it's like the urban comedy rooms with a different attitude than you will in, like, a mainstream or history. Well, yeah, and that's just because it's different cultures. Yeah, yeah. Like, and- you have to come with high energy right, in right. urban rooms. Right. They want punchline, 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 whereas white people, you can lead up. Right. I mean, it's nothing, it's just different. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and so. And sometimes, like, once they trust me enough, they're, they're just like, okay, she's just a fucking weirdo. Once they trust me enough and get over the fact that I'm just weird, then they can kind of, like, fuck with me. Like, but um, No, and I think, like, when you come in and the way you started, because that room that we did, that was, that was a black room, mm-hmm. and you killed. Oh, no, thank you. You know, and so, you know, it's just, maybe you start with a bam, go into it. Mm-hmm. And then go into what you're doing. Right. You know, but you can't let these rooms intimidate you because I'll say this about black rooms. If you can kill black rooms, you can kill white ones. White rooms. That's what Bill Burr said. I mean, white rooms are easy. Right. right. It's if can you kill the black rooms, then you can do anything. Right. I mean, yeah. When the same jokes work everywhere, then, you know, like, okay, this is like my set. Like, Mm -hmm. I would imagine there's not no such thing as a pity laugh in a black room. No, there's right. not. Or they're, yeah. or they're laughing It'll at just you. be silent. Like, <laughs> white people were polite. <laughs> I mean, and this is, black people was like, I took off work. I got a babysitter. I got limited time. I want to have a good time. This bitch better be funny. Because yes. I'm on a schedule. I have to be home at X time. And I will say this. When you get booked in a black, they, they pay. You get paid. It's not the same. Black rooms like, definitely pay better. Because um, the, the tickets are a little more expensive. Or, because you said, you know. you're going through babysitter mm-hmm. night out with my man blah 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 blah, blah. but i gotta be back i want to have a good time this is not wasting my time or my money right so you better be funny right because right. i don't have unlimited time yeah yeah totally and that's again like where um i want to get like i i love the like people that we were talking about i adore them and stuff it's like i i just don't know how to balance like taking things too personally and like it's got to be a matter of you, you have to have a good sense of when something is mean spirited or not. I mean, that's right. the real thing. I mean, right. there's pretty much no joke somebody could make to me or about me where if I thought that they were genuinely just trying to be funny and not coming at it from an angle where they're actually trying to insult me that, you know, just I would take the OK, that was funny, even if it does kind of hurt me, <laughs> you know, because some again, when somebody's roasting you, it's like that's can you, there is an element of that. But it, you can you can kind of tell. I feel like when somebody you is, should be able to. And if it feels mean, you know, kind of pull them to the side and be like, hey, you know. But yeah, but then the thing is, this is I love like edgy comedy and I love like vicious comedy. So it's like, <clears throat> yeah, you just have to find that balance. And also or you need to yeah. learn how to roast back. Yeah. But when I roast back, I'm like, kill yourself. And then. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, hey, if that's where it goes. What, you came at me. If that's where don't, it's going. Don't get mad at my response because yeah. you came at me. This is what I know. Bitch, kill yourself. Yeah. And and and, you know? and truly the art of roasting really is, is that the clapback, um, the clapback really is uh, you have more power in the clapback. You do. Mm, like, uh, right, you know, right. because there really only is kind of like one. There's only really one. Like I'm going off of like social media posts. Like if you obviously real life, I think it's similar. But in social media things, it's like when you see somebody getting like a multiple back and forth debate, it's kind of like it just looks silly. It really is like somebody says something, somebody else says something. And whoever had the better thing in that first thing. You won because at that point, like if if you say something, if you like fry somebody and they fry you back even better, then it's like you lost. (laughs) Right. So it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, with as the clapper, you kind of have that, you know what I mean? I I never try to clap at anybody. It's like I I never. No, you don't. It's like a thing. Like I, I feel like I'm one of the most chill people. 
Yeah, yeah. But people still try me every time. They're trying to kill your vibe. I heard this big body Roblox bitch was talking about me (laughs) the other day. And I I took it down because I was mad. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know. But if this bitch want to go. So that was my really my warning to you. Stop talking about me. Right. Because what can you say about me? Right. You can't say I'm not funny. No. So what can you say? Right. And you have like and you're succeeding. Like Like I said, you have no car, bitch. Right. You have nothing. Right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, before yeah. I really go on you. Right. I'm chilling. Exactly. But they want to do it. So people take your kindness for weakness. Right. It happens right. a lot and it sucks. Because yeah. then you have to show them, hey, bitch, I'm actually worse than you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually a worse, more savage person than you. Right. I just know how to check myself. Yeah. And I yeah. don't. Because I don't need to come at you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it sucks that that happened. And I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and also, it's just, like, the thing I, what I love sometimes about, like, com- comedians, like, having rivalry or something is just, like, it can be, like, fun, and it can be kind of, like, the WWE, like, if, if you could play it up, but... Well, the problem but, is a lot of, a lot of the, as we discussed before, a lot of the comedy scene is theater kids. Exactly. Like, <laughs> in, in their mentality, if not in their reality. And I think, like, when you talk about, like, people mistaking your kindness for weakness, I, I relate to, I mean, it, it's just, like, a matter of, like, the kind of people, because there are just truly just pushovers that just, like, they're nice because they're scared of conflict, you know? Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people that tend to be kind, it's because we understand, like, if it's going to be a conflict, it's going to be a conflict. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, I don't go out, starting fights at bars like other other guys might like go out and like get into trouble and get in tussles and stuff like that but because to them it's like it's like a it's like a game you right. know what i mean like for certain people like they'll start drama and it is like they just look at it as like oh it's just drama it's whatever but it's like for some people it's like no dude i'm not gonna start shit with you and but but if you do if we if we're gonna have a beef we're gonna have like an actual beef it's not gonna yeah. be like a little fucking thing you know so i feel like a lot of people are just like Oh, I'll just fucking say shit about this person, talk shit about this person, because to them it is kind of a, you know, a joke. You right, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And but not a joke. It's not a joke to them. But it's just like they don't understand that, like you know, how far shit can go. You know, yeah, they're not ready yeah. for it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, and and um, I'm like some people mistake me for being, I guess, kind of like arrogant or something because it's just like I go off. I have like a god complex sometimes, like Kanye. When I'm manic, I have never like, seen that. <laughs> or it's just like where you think like, oh, I'm channeling divine energy. It's just like I'm but full why of God, that, light, and love. But, but see, you yeah. have to ask yourself why that bothers them. Right. I'm not right. bothered. Even if you acted that way. Right. That doesn't affect me. Right. Because I'm not saying nobody else. I don't signs, care like, yeah, what yeah. you're doing. If right. that's what you need to do for your own mental purposes, do it. Yeah, yeah, totally. But some people are threatened by that. It's weird. I don't know. Right, right. That's why I said, you see why I say I want to retire at 20? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I'm I'm Tom Brady in the last, like, leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tom Brady on the Patriots. Yeah. Maybe, like, said Tom Brady the first season. At the Bucks, yeah. yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But really, it should have ended in fucking Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't no. want to be Tom Brady. Well, I mean. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think it's just a matter of the context because, you know, when you look at stand-up comedians, I, I've always been envious of stand-up comedians because, you know, from a musician's perspective, I'm 30. And in the musician's world, 30 is like 
getting up there, you know, but in the comedian's world, you know, look at the top most relevant comedians right now. They're all, I'm I'm about to be 40 on Friday. Yeah. But like, look at like, okay. So even, okay. So there's like the goat generation, which I would say is like the most established, still active comedians now, which you have like Chappelle, Louis CK, Bill Burr, guys in that ilk, you know, they're all in their fifties. And then you have like the guys who are like on the come up, like, you know, Theo Vaughn, Shane Gillis, guys like that, even they're in their mid thirties. So it's like, you know, the timeline for comedy is you only get funnier with age. it's it's you further do. down. Like most, you know, there's not a lot of like super famous twenty two year old stand up comedians unless they're just like TikTok person. And that's not you know real. I mean? It's TikTok's not real. Not so real. like when so. It, it, with comedy, it's like you might be looking as like, oh, I put in twenty years. I'm 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 like I'm Tom Brady. It's like I think it's just a matter of like maybe you have in your mind grown out of this level. Mm-hmm. At which point, but like if you were like if you took it to the next level, then you're like you're young. That's what comedy. I'm trying to do. Take it yeah. to the next level. Like I don't care about shit. Mm-hmm. Like when I started out, I was 26. I yeah. don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm- was I 26? No, I was 23. This. Um, don't even know. How- that's getting 40. You don't even know how old you were, bitch. But no, I was 23 <laughs> when I started this and. I cared about a lot of shit. My image. Just, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I go to work every day. I'm good. My family's good. Fuck y'all. Right, right. And that's the attitude I have. And that's what makes you better. You see, Dave Chappelle gives no fucks. Yes. Fuck yes. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What are you going to do? Nothing. Because <laughs> these people are still going to come. Because at the end of the day, dollar bill. Yes. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. It's, it's like Wu-Tang told us. When we were kids, cash rules everything. It does. Yeah. And like this woke bullshit. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it doesn't matter what theaters people get canceled from. Someone else will be like, like Andrew Unger. I love him. Yeah. For the simple too. fact that he will bring people to the show, to his club, that they supposed to be canceled. No. And then he'll bring them and it'll sell out. Right. He's a very liberal guy in his personal life, but he, no, he but knows like what he, knows what, he knows yeah. what's up. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. Like, who really cares about that Louis C.K. shit? Right. Really? I still love Louis. I, I love Louis C.K. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, so he told you he was going to jerk off and you stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> Even though there was a door where you can leave. Or because I'd you say, can hang up. okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go smoke this blunt. I'm going to come back 30 minutes, hour. What do you want me to come back? <laughs> And then I'm gonna knock on the door, yeah. and then we'll come back in and we'll talk business. I don't give a fuck, right, right. If I'm staying there, it's because I want to watch it. And then I'm not gonna be. Like, oh my god, I'm offended. What the fuck is that? Like these he two said, girls, this comedy duo or something. They talked about how well, they they're watched dead him now. and they they're they, not dead, yeah. but their shit's dead. <laughs> they, but and they, it's they like they it, watched him and laugh. I'm like, that sounds like a good time. Like watching Stevie, Louis I don't want to shame and laugh. Me personally, like, I don't want to watch anyone jerk off. That's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, I've gotten paid, but he told them. Do you want to yeah. hang out? Maybe you want to watch him do it. Some people might want to. Cool. Right, right. But right I don't story. feel like, oh, I had to stay there and watch him. It's like, no. No. And or he they, sabotaged yeah. their career. I mean, that's... Kind they of did. They, they actually... It actually backfired and, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because there's real people out here getting jumped on, like, 
physically fucking raped by strangers and this, this shit. You had a choice. Right, yeah. right. I'm going to jerk off now. Oh, yeah? Okay. Well, going back to what you said about when we were talking <laughs> earlier about Michael Jackson, and I think that was a good point, is like I, my natural tendency as well is to... I don't like to look at like what does this person have to gain that's something that you should consider always you know this idea that like I know like the mantra was like believe all this believe all nope, that but it's like, I don't believe shit bitches say it's like <laughs> it, you do <laughs> have nothing you don't have to consider that like okay so just like in the local comedy scene if you can't elevate yourself to the top of the pile by just standing out as a better comedian then instead you get that crabs in the bucket thing where you try to tear other people down. Mm. And so when you when you expand that to a larger scene, you have, you know, one of the arguments they used in this thing with the Louis C.K. thing is like, well, it's a power dynamic. You know, we thought no. that like if you did and it's like, OK, well, even then you've just established that you're willing to do something. For it, something for, else. For something else. So, so you're a whore. So literally Basically. now you've established it like, well, I thought that maybe you would give us opportunity. Okay, nope. so who's to say that that's you're not doing... Man, that's a whore mentality. Who's to say that you're not accusing him of something to get something to get out of this? Shit. So no. you've already established that you're willing to do something for personal gain, and now and now we're going to sit here and believe everything you say. It's like... And then the other point you made, <laughs> which is like it undermines actual uh, shit that goes actual on. Actual victims. When you try to compare it. really it. does. Yeah. And it's like... There are women out here, kids, everybody being touched and grabbed against their will. And this bullshit, bitch, you could have left. Yeah. Leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're an adult. Fucking leave. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. That's why, that's why Dave Chappelle's book about that was amazing. And I'm done with all of it. Believe women. No, I won't. I actually will believe men first before (laughs) I believe women because I'm dead serious. I don't believe a shit a bitch says because I'm like, let me look back. Let me let me see the thing. The I whole think picture. she's our most red pill guest so far. I'm not red pill. I'm just fucking over it. Right, right. All of it. I'm over it because you literally are like jeopardizing actual victims. You're jeopardizing children with this bullshit. You had an option to leave. Were you held against your will? Yes or no? No? Well, I thought, no, no. No. Did you have the, could you leave? You left. Or no, you didn't leave. Well, we thought, we no, no. And that's why I said it's scary because y'all are setting our kids up for failure mm-hmm. with this bullshit. Well, yeah, I because mean, I'm scared I always, myself. I always believe my kids. That's why I said always believe your kid. Always believe your kid. And then, like, you look into it, look into it. But, yeah. But, like, this shit? Oh, he did this to me. Uh. Well, bitch, why didn't you, bitch, why didn't you leave? Do yeah. you know how many parties I was at in college where shit looked dicey? I always had, like, that feeling of, somebody probably going to get shot or fucked up or something. This shit looked crazy. Let me get out of here. Right, right, right. You don't have fight or flight. That's not my problem. But you do have it. You choose to ignore it because you think you're going to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Either you're scared or you're not. Because fuck that. If a nigga like pull a gun out and like do my show, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> he held me at gunpoint, but I wanted to do a show. That's literally how it sounds. Yeah. Fuck right, out of right. here. And I'm sorry. Like, I, didn't, I was in a relationship where I let myself be victimized for almost four years. And I allowed myself to and be At least you admit that. 
Because a lot of people, oh, I'm a victim. No, right. because you let yourself be one. Right, right. And I'm suffering for the for the for the consequences now. I mean, I'm gonna have to get fucking vaginal mess surgery because of the shit that happened. But <laughs> Well that's like, why that's why the the victim uh the the kind of ideology of uh even the idea of victim blaming kind of is it's like I don't like obviously you don't want to blame real victims and anything, right. but I don't think there's anything wrong with establishing like here is how, like, if you actually want people to be able to avoid future situations, you have, for instance, I'll put it this way, uh, as a man is, but okay. So like if I have a daughter, right. And she's walking home alone from the bars at night. And, um, you know, I understand that she is a potential victim of rape or robbery or something like that. Now, if she were to get robbed or raped, I would she is a victim and that should never have happened. It doesn't excuse anything, but I would still teach my daughter like, Hey, these are things you have to be aware of how you are potentially putting yourself in a position to be victimized. Right. And they take away like your responsibility. Which, Ooh, it's yeah. not about what a woman wears. And this is like, yeah. no, there's certain situations. Like I'm not going to go out into the woods covered in blood because yeah. an animal is probably going to attack me. Exactly. <laughs> you know so, what I'm saying? I'm yeah. probably right. not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like the same thing. It's like, I'm fucking over this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You that's know, the part of me men are really not your enemy. They really aren't. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, but there's certain shits you're just not going to do as a, you don't put your garbage out on certain days and leave it there because animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just like that. Like, hey, I'm not going to put myself out as prey because there are predators. Exactly. Exactly. And and you're taking away your when you when you don't teach the opposite side of that and say like look this has happened this is wrong but also these are things that you have to be aware of as this type of person or that type of person exactly. to avoid it you're perpetuating you're also taking the power out of people to to you know not be a victim basically you know when you when you like if you find yourself victimized in relationships hold on you got to pay just another victim by Helmet and House of Pain. <laughs> Victimized. <Yes. laughs> that song. That song's real though. Yeah, but real what, true. what happens is the type of another. Speaking of agendas and stuff, the agenda of this perpetuation of that kind of mentality and like you know, if you are a victim, you know, don't ever reflect on yourself to see how you could potentially be contributing to the fact that you're being victimized, and simply point all the blame outwards mm -hmm. to the ether. What you're really doing is taking away that person's ability to ever not be a victim. Exactly. You're telling them that they have no power over their circumstances, that there's just a bunch of people out there that are trying to get them, and they can't do anything about it because there's no things that they could change about their own daily life or how they go about certain situations to avoid being victimized in the future. So then you find yourself in this endless cycle of being victimized over and over again because in your eyes, the way they want you to think about it is there's nothing you can do. Right. You know, and that's so, you know, you talk about agendas and stuff like that. That's a big one, you know. Right, right. Well, see, uh, what happened with me and, and my relationship was I allowed myself to be victimized. I allowed somebody to feel entitled to my entire existence, my body, whatever, I, because I used him as a resource of survival because I had nowhere to live. I was trying to get on disability and I needed him and his family as a resource for shelter and food to fucking survive. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and that's what happened. And, you know, maybe I should have worked harder. Maybe I should have done things differently. Maybe I should have tried to achieve more independence on my own. But it is what it is. And but you also admit what you were doing. 
So we both used each other in, exactly. in a way. And, and you realize that you should have done things differently. And so I did love him. I'm, so I'm, you I'm, didn't have to rely on him, but you loved him. Right, right. And I thought, you know. And that's why yeah. I said people put themselves in positions to be victimized, to be like, just like mind fucked all the time. But like, you don't have to. People don't like their options. You never had to be there. Right, right. But the options of not being there were being on the street, being wherever. So you but did. But then when you're child, when you become a mother, and then when you see, oh wait, my children are going to grow up seeing their mother be a victim or put herself in a position role. That's when I knew I had to fucking leave. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because of them, it's mm-hmm. like I'd rather them unfortunately have a broken home than I guess uh, have to see right. that. <laughs> and it's better to be in a broken home. And is it really broken? Or would it have been broken if you were together? Yeah, exactly. It's- like, I grew up with a single mom. Right. I didn't know my dad like that. The couple times we hung out, I'm like, yeah, this wouldn't have. I don't know. And that's all, all I know is single motherhood. That's how I grew up. But I turned out fine. And now my child's father is in my life, in his life. We're together. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to like be that person. But I don't blame my mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's it was like, different for me because you said you guys have, you almost make as much money as him. You split things like half mm-hmm. and half. Again, I put myself in the role of being paid much less, of earning less income, of being the primary caregiver and not having the resources to support myself. So, well, I was, I and that's why you need it. Like, I didn't work for two years. Mm-mm. I stayed home with my son for two years. The only thing I had was working in the comedy club and doing shows. That's it. So he paid all the bills. Which is so awesome. You still had a life of your own. I still had a life, but I contributed something. Mm -hmm. Because at the time, putting him in daycare would have broke both of us. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. It was better if me not work, stay at home, this and that. And that's why I said you just have to get to a point where I'm not accepting this. Like Plus, we were together like... 12 years before I had a kid with him. You know? Right, right. Yeah, that's that's a long time. Like, when, I a motherfucker. Him, <laughs> when I met him, he didn't work. He didn't do shit. But we got it together. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm like, you know, I just this whole, you know, men are evil and they're trying to, it's like, come on, man. Like, I see these chicks on Facebook put their tits out on Facebook, like half showing their tits. And like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can jump on a guy that says nice tits. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Right, right. Why did you need to? This it's so for the sick. clout. For the it's clout. sick to me because it's a sickness. It's fucked up because like you pull your tits out, guys are gonna look at it. Girls are gonna look like, oh, this bitch pulled her long ass titties out. What the fuck? Right. You know, like <laughs> don't uh, nobody right. want to see that shit. But right, some right. dude does. Right, Whatever. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Why? Right, right. Why did you do it? Right. Um, and they, they don't have an answer. Right. Okay, but why did you pull your tits out? Uh, I guess because insecurity. Or because I can. Like because I can. Of course you can. But now why are you mad at the reaction? That's why I didn't want that dude to leak my nudes. Because how embarrassing is it if, like, your tits are, like, your your vagina get exposed and, like, you couldn't even, like, try to get some money from... No, you just, gotta, you just gotta own that shit. If yeah, they yeah. do it, they do it. Because... If you send him nudes, I know I'm a, I'm a total fucking idiot. Then you like, know when you did it, this could potentially be out there. 
I, I like I said, if I send, I sent my my dude plenty of tit pics because I have great tits. And if they leak, oh, I have great tits. Damn, they look even better in lo-fi. Hell yeah. Yes. Show my tits again. You have to take the power back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't send anybody any shit that you don't want out there. Just assume it's going to be out there. Right, right. But I'm not mad that I sent my boyfriend my tits. Oh, we're not together anymore. He was petty enough to release my great tits. All right, let me see that angle. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, I need to get. No, oh, that. I didn't but I'm telling you, it was love for those, for those five and a half days. It was true love. Okay. <laughs> and he's still alive. He's still alive, and maybe you can find it. You know, maybe you can find it again. He's still alive. Um, I guess we'll probably. But uh, okay, before before we edit, um, just nine eleven. You, do you think it was an inside job? Yes. One hundred percent. You want to tell me? You want to know why I know? Because I joined the army January seventeenth, two thousand one. I was still in high school. This fucking shady recruiter pulled up next to the gas pump, and I was like, "Hey, you have a screwdriver?" Because my subs went out in my car, car full of people, whatever. He's like, "Yeah, I got a sub." What are y'all doing? So we were five possible candidates. Out of five, you might get two. Whatever. He was like, "What are y'all doing?" I'm like, uh, I don't know. We're about to go drive around, about to go back on post, blah, blah, blah. He's like, y'all should join the National Guard. Okay. Come see me. I'll take y'all to dinner. Took us to Golden Corral. Hey. Yeah, yes. Hey, man. Chocolate fountain, baby. <laughs> anyway, skip all that shit. I was in high school. I joined. My ship date was September 13th, 2001. Okay. So. Wow. September, I graduate high school. I go to drills every month, whatever. Graduate high school. I'm sleeping on September 11th, 2001, because I'm about to leave on the 13th. And I'm not going to sleep for a long time. So I was trying to sleep as much as fucking possible. My mother calls me. House phone ring. Hello? Are you seeing what's happening? No, I'm in bed. Turn on the fucking TV. Okay. Turn it on. Oh, shit. Okay. Whatever. Fast forward, I show up the 13th to MEPS. They're like, oh, no, all these Marines are shipping out, blah, blah, blah. You're not going. Go back home. Come back Friday. This Because this was a Tuesday. No, it was a Thursday. September 13th was a Tuesday. Come back tomorrow, which was Friday. I came back the next day. They were like, oh, you're not going. Uh, all these people are leaving. Okay, well, I have orders. It's fine. They'll get it. Come back Monday. Like, follow Monday. So I come back Monday. They, now, Friday, they tell me, hey, don't bring anything. Don't bring your ID. Don't bring your keys. I had all this shit. I'm like, okay. So that Friday, I'm standing outside smoking. And there's this dude that's like, hey, do you want to write me when I'm at boot camp? And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, write me. Here's my address. I was like, well, where are you going to be? And he's like, Kuwait. And so... He's like, yeah, I got these orders in August, right? This dude says he's got all orders to go to Kuwait in August. <laughs> We're in September. So he's what? shipping out. So he's like, oh, can you please write me your cute blah, blah, blah? Because that's what people did. You, you wanted to write, you know. Okay. I took the information. Go back that Monday. They were like, uh, okay, we're going. So we go to the airport. I was like, well, I don't have an ID. 
And they were, I was like, you told me not to bring my ID. They were like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, so they make me this. Like, I still have it. They make me this, like, ID, temporary ID card. Take a Polaroid picture of me. I'm wearing a FUBU sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cut it in a square. I go to BWI. They have that, a half picture of my license, because they were side profiles back in the day if you were under 21. And they're like, no. Hell no. You know, you can't do this. I'm like, clearly, but they, you know, whatever. So go back to my unit, blah, blah, blah. I'm in my unit for four years, okay? From 2001 to 2005. Never, like, I get ship dates, but then they're like, oh, no, don't. That's not it. Whatever. Where were you stationed again? I was in Edgewood. Because oh, okay. I lived, it was National Guard. So mm-hmm. I go to the armory mm-hmm. in Edgewood and drive home, whatever. <laughs> the fact that that dude that asked me for my information, phone number, all that, that said he got orders in August. I don't know who this dude is. I didn't never like hit him up, but that one was my first instinct that this wasn't real or it was planned. Oh. Then. Just watching the footage, you know. I went to the World Trade Center when I was a kid because Home Alone, because Holly Calkin did it. <laughs> and my mom, she was doing bus trips with these people there. I was like, I want to go to the World Trade Center. I want to go to the World Trade Center. Blah. Went there. Lovely. And then just to see it go, like, this is, no, this isn't. And then just the chatter that I heard. Just while I was in my unit around, oh, we're going to go to so-and-so soon. Da, da, da. This sounds like all the shit's in place already. Why is it in place? Yeah. So, and just when you look at it, it looks fake. So are you, um, when you say the footage, like looking fake, you mean like you think there was like some type of like I uh, think it was explosives? a drone, but we, I, I, there was definitely explosives. Mm-hmm. Everyone's already seen, like people who are in that industry has already said that's a fucking... When they blew up Donald Trump's casino, what, two years ago Mm -hmm. in New Jersey? It was the same shit. Yeah. We watched demolitions. Like, people put those on, like, live demolition of fucking, what was the Stardust? Remember when they blew up Stardust in Vegas? Uh, Vaguely. Stardust Casino. They blew it up in Vegas. I don't know what year it was, but I remember seeing, like, charges come out on the sides. Like, each floor was wired. Yeah. You know, and so that's like, and in hindsight, once you look at it, because mm-hmm. it wasn't until like 2008 when I started thinking like, this is some bullshit. And then you have right. Building 7, of course, which yep. was never hit by a plane or anything. But at just, all, they just, and they said, they said it collapsed before it did. Yeah. Well, like, that I didn't whole even thing. know that. That's fucking yeah, crazy. Like, they're like, <laughs> Building 7 just collapsed. It's in the background. <laughs> Literally 30 seconds, like, oh, it was on a delay, but it was, like, more like two minutes. Yeah. And so it wasn't a delay because nobody was doing delays like that, so fucking stop. And it was just, like, and that was British. So their shit must be on, you know, it was just. But what do you think the agenda was? Do you think it's all part of some massive plan to get, like, World War Three rolling, which I believe. No, I just think. Oil. Because now I'm seeing it in random pictures. Like, I. Took a picture frame out the other day to give my sister the picture frame to put the picture of my son in. Mm. And it was me and my ex-boyfriend, prom picture. Theme was Baltimore Harbor. This was like May 
2001. World Trade Center's in the back. I'm like, that's not even Baltimore, but okay. <laughs> I never noticed it. <laughs> How just like the shit, the show that just, I don't, I don't, it's a feeling for me. Like we know, I don't know what the, like, I don't know what the end game was. I mean, do you think it was just the military, like, industrial no, complex? No, people say or? that it was some, like, spiritual shit, like, mm-hmm. cube, black cubes and all that. And I'm like, maybe, but I don't oh, know Oh, shit, enough. you know about the black cube of Saturn? Hell yeah. That's what you should right, and that's basically what they look like when they collapse. And if you, because I've Whoa. been, if you've ever been to the Freedom Tower and went, walked around that whole park, there's two black holes, square holes in the ground. With all the names. And it's like, really? Because I just know the trajectory of my life changed after that. I'm getting fucking chills. I got it. I'm literally <laughs> saying, I don't know that I was be, yeah. I would be a comedian if that shit had never happened. Right. Because I was supposed to go into the army two days after it. Jesus Christ. I still crazy. went in the army, but shit was fucked up. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. But it's still like, so thank you, George W. Bush. It could have very well been, you know, because I'm kind of with you. Like, I I think that the motive was to me, it seems fairly clear that we needed a, a reason to justify going into the Middle East and mm. kind of ring. I mean, it was obvious. Like, but that's really I've, and I feel like we did. But it's like there was also it was a spiritual Thing. Yeah, it's almost I, I do because we could have ran Iraq anyway. Yeah, you know we could have ran found any reason to go in there. Yeah, it is kind of it, it. It is it, we it is kind of a dicey. I think that W one was pissed that we didn't get them the first time, and what happened? W two, we got them. Mm-hmm. Was that Obama or was that W two? Obama uh, got him out of the hole. You, you're talking about Osama bin Laden? Yeah. Yeah, it was he was killed in the Obama administration. Okay. But, I mean, we, we went looking for him under W2. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes, he had porn, drugs, and bitches. Because I feel like W1 told his son, to get that motherfucker. Because it was a thing that you never did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I see right away my brain goes to the extremes where I'm just like, but that's, human sacrifices always happen. No, no. That's part of but me. that's, I swear... That's what opened the door to the Mandela effect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because that was never a thing. And like I said, it starts with Berenstain Bears. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love that it starts. Like, I believe it too. That's it's the like, first. Yeah, yeah. That's the most like yeah, yeah. known because, okay, I worked in a library since I was 14. That was my first job, Harford County Public Library. I also, Berenstain Bears, was my favorite book as a child. I learned how to spell that shit. Okay? 100% like through and through. Yes. I know this. This I like these books. Boom. And then it just changed to Stain. It was Berenstein. It was always German. <laughs> right, right. I knew how to spell that shit more than my last name because I read it and it was in cursive and all that shit. And so... When that happened, and they were like, oh, you have to accept this. <laughs> what? Right, right. Because it looks crazy. 
Again, blame the Jews. Brainstein, Brainstein. I don't know. Yeah. No, well, the story was something about Germany and they were Jewish. And maybe that it made sense. It made sorry, sense yeah, as know. to why like, you might have wanted to change it. But that's not how it was in the fucking 90s. Right. But so they were just, they're trying to say that it's been that way like all yeah. along. It has wow. not. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember. So what is the exact way you say it again? Baron. Berenstein. Berenstein. Right. I used to and call him that the too. New, so the old spelling was S-T what? E-I-N? Stein. Stein. Berenstein. 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 S-T-A-I-N is what they're saying Yes. It was Berenstein, but it's like S-T-E-I-N. Now it's an A. Berenstein Which right. doesn't even go together. Right, right. Like, that doesn't even, like... It doesn't even sound Logistically, cool. <laughs> English language, it doesn't go to work. Like, okay, let's say you did change that shit during World War II. Okay, well, why is it Steen now? Mm. Berenstein Bears was what it was. <laughs> right, right. You said Berenstein, you couldn't fucking read. Bitch, it's E, it's Steen. <laughs> you stupid bitch, you can't read. That's what it was. In the 90s. I like the Berenstain Bears, bitch. What? No. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have the same ring No, it, it doesn't. Like, it was Berenstain. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just it's fucking hilarious. No, it's seriously. It's like, like, yeah. No. So you're thinking, because uh, with the Mandela effect... What what are the other examples? Here? Well, there's Mandela so himself, right? Because they, some people say that he was shot or something. Before, no, they right? say he died in jail. That he never right. got out. But he passed away in his 80s or something recently. And he was right? out or because maybe. Obama was at his funeral. Yeah. But there's people who like, I specifically remember hearing him die in jail. Like I'll say um, Richard Belzer. That's the newest one. I remember them saying Richard Belzer died in like Richard 20. Belzer? I'm sorry. He was, the, um, he was on um, Law and Order. Oh. He was another shit talking. He used to wear those glasses all the time. Oh, yeah. He, he just died. He was on Homicide. No, Finn. Oh. Yeah, yeah he was on Homicide. Oh. What was his name on Munch. Law and Order? Munch. Munch. Yeah, he and just it, died, He played the same right? character on Homicide, died. too. He's Munch on both. But, like, yeah, I yeah. remember 2018-ish because I didn't know he was a comedian. Mm-hmm. That's how I found out he was a comedian. You know what? When he died, I swear to God, recently this week, I was I like, didn't that motherfucker die before? Didn't right. he, like, a couple and years so ago? when I heard this, <laughs> I immediately went on Reddit. <laughs> yes, to see I if love other you. people and people uh, were posting within four hours. Like I thought he died in 2018, yes, 2017. That's and it's like crazy. I only know he's a comedian because when he died the first time, I didn't know he was a comedian. That came up with Richard Lewis. I swear and to shit. God, I thought he. Died I didn't too. know that. Yeah. And now it's like I thought he died years ago. <laughs> and the fact that now. other, I said I'm going to go on Reddit to prove that I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> Went on there, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I remember multiple people. So I'm not crazy. Right, right. I don't know what this is because I feel like just like, okay, the it's most. the black cube. The <laughs> other famous one is Forrest Gump. The quote. The box what's, of chocolates. What's Forrest Gump's, yes. What's the most famous quote? Life is like a box <laughs> of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> what is it now? Is it not that? No. You never know what you're going to get next? Or? Life is like a box of chocolates. You'll never know what you're going to get. What did I say? You said was. Mom always said <laughs> life. Huh. Yeah. Why did this life is No, on? no. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Now it's was. 
Oh, they're saying it was now? Was. No. What? Yes. No Google fucking it. way. You got a computer right there. Fucking Google it. <laughs> Life was... Life was um, like a box of chess. Like, that doesn't even sound right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, that, that's fucking crazy because I distinctly that's remember... That's the only like, one that I can tell people yeah. for sure. Say that quote. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. What's the filled of dreams quote? I don't think I ever saw that one. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. Oh, okay. okay. If I've you build it, he will come. Oh, come on. Dude, even I've heard it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We know what the fuck we heard and we're not crazy. Uh, And that's what I'm saying. But why? Why do you think that? I don't know. Other than like the the people are like, you can jump tiling. I don't fucking know. It's weird and I hate it. And I just want to chill and live like a normal (laughs) fucking person. But it's like. I don't. Yeah. There's certain shit you can't ignore. Right, right. There, I, I truly believe that there are like shifting timelines and stuff like that. And I get deja and vu started, all the time. No, and deja vu, all that shit is like real. Yeah, it's, it's like when you're little. Like I've lived this moment before, and you feel it. You yes. get goosebumps. You're like. That's why, like, I've never done DMT before, but people have yeah, described do like it. doing DMT where they literally go to a different dimension and they live like an entire lifetime. Is this a bathroom? Like, oh no! Grab, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it I'm up, so dude. I'm sorry. sorry. I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, his life was like a box of chocolates. Was what? No way. No fucking Look way. Look up the field of dreams. <laughs> the field of dreams one is a little different because I think that's a Bible quote, and I think in the Bible it's He will come. Okay. And right. I think in the movie they say they will come. Yes. Because that's what I just found out. But life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> It was Berenstein Bears. I don't even See, I don't know Berenstein Bears. Look up Berenstein yeah. Bears Mandela effect. That's just, that's like, I, I don't want to take you on a deep dive tonight. Like, we're going to have to, like... No, no, I love this shit. Like, and, yeah, like, if, if you come on again, like, I want to talk about the, the Black Cube more, but um, it, it really scares me. There's a lot going on with, like, Like, Saturn. people say that Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown never went to Mecca, and I'm like, I remember that shit on the episode, and people are like, they never went. <laughs> Bullshit. And and Bob and Bobby Brown's reality show, or was that? Um, did they? I don't know where it was. If it was being Bobby Brown or something, but I remember them going to Mecca. Wow! And I guess they were married, and she was Whitney Houston, and they like you can do it, you know. Uh, 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 uh. But yeah, yeah, it's fucking sketchy, dude. It's all sketchy, and I'm done. Yeah, I'm checked out. I don't, I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm just like, I just want to live my life, and like. I'll tell you what I've been doing tonight. I'm watching a fucking 9-11 documentary, baby. It's been a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been a while since I checked in. Loose chain. <laughs> loose chain. I've never watched shit. that. I've always, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, because it, we know. I drove by the Pentagon the other day, and I looked. I remember when it happened, I was like, that doesn't look like a plane. Um, but now I'm looking at it, and like, all of that shit would have been wrecked. Even the way that the Pentagon, I don't know the specifics is laid out, is like an occult sort of. Mm-hmm. like on a ley line or something yeah, like in a way it's yeah exactly and it's just like there's lots of dc just like, like i kind of want to go to dc and check no, out DC, like, like rep- if you look at the maps of dc it's a nazi sign oh I so didn't know that. like it's fucking crazy yeah it's a lot of that whoa <laughs> we're gonna have to do a part two of this yes, yes. we shall awesome <laughs> um, yes. yeah and oh yeah like are we gonna watch the milf show for a minute or we have time? oh it's okay like I, f- I feel bad like i don't want to keep you and stuff like if you are let's do this again next wednesday yes okay, okay this well, is literally go. on my way home from work awesome fuck yeah problem. you're an awesome guest because like you have like a lot of knowledge and stuff about this stuff and like you you keep it fucking real and i, I love that like <laughs> cool part two we got milf manor 
Yes, because we're gonna and discuss I swear, this. It, it goes. It's a little info war, info warlocky too, because I just think that um, there's an agenda being pushed when it comes to like incestuous type things, and there's yeah. just like some hilarious stuff in that. Well, the show, stepmom but... porn shit, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. What is that? Yeah, but these are like, like actual mothers competing on a show with their sons, where like they're trying to like date each other's moms. And it's sons weird. and yeah, it's weird, just, yeah, yeah. But it's also fucking hilarious. Are I, you even interested? Oh, I'm not interested in 20 year olds at yeah. 40 years old. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very strange. Like um, I call this dude at work Freddie because he looks like Freddie Prince, but he's like 21. And he's like, who's that? Look it up, bro. And then he looked it up. He's like, I see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what do you want? He's a child to me. Right, right. You know. He was like, when I we went to a business trip and some dude said some shit and I was like, hey, no, I wasn't like, I, I'm a mom. <laughs> at, um, Hell no. At my open mic um, at The Crown, which is uh, going to be uh, every Tuesday, I think, for the most part, um, with karaoke afterward. But I had a blast hanging out during karaoke afterward. But the Micah students, they they literally look like children to me now. Like, oh like, like, like the 21 year olds. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, you are just, yeah. That like, are you in the eighth grade? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, but yeah, let's totally do this next Wednesday. Yeah, we'll do it next Wednesday. Yeah. This was fun. Awesome. I will, um, do you have anything you get... want to plug? Like uh, sometimes I'm, I release this like a week or two later. Um, but what am I doing? I'm with Pablo Francisco, yes. um, the DC Comedy Law, April 27th through 29th. Uh, nice. Get it. Yeah. No, because Pablo's always the shit. That's yeah. that's sick. Badass. I remember Pablo. Oh yeah, yeah. Pablo's great. A fucking legend. Yeah. That's cool. That's why I said. As long as I've been in comedy, like, I wouldn't open for anybody else. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yes. He taught me the game, and that's my buddy. So, I'll pop yeah. pop on some yes. Pablo Francisco. So, yeah, DCComedyLoft.com. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Hell yeah. I haven't been there yet. I got to go check that out. Like, is, is it a newer club? Or? No, it's been there. Oh, so again, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's like a effect. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? I always forget. Okay, oh, sure. Yes. Well, um, at LFTS Podcast, live from the studio podcast, we just celebrated our 300th episode. I do Eric Glazer. Yes. Seven years running. <laughs> Eric uh, Glazer's still around? Yeah, he does the podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Just bought a house. You should have a big podcast like party or something with everybody, and we could be like, oh, my God. You still, <laughs> you still exist? Well, I miss that's Eric thing. Glazer, man. Our first, episode, our first episode was February 25th. 2016 mm, which is cool uh, because we recorded our 300th episode on the 27th of this month so it was almost exactly seven years to the day um but yeah so when, when, seven years ago the scene was different it just there were so many different people that aren't around anymore yeah, right? yeah. and just like you know obviously that was well before covid and a lot of people dropped off because that's so like you go through old episodes and you see a bunch of guests that you sat on and like wow this person i don't even know wow. if they still exist anymore mm -hmm. But oh. like, yes, that was a cool thing at LFTS podcast. Uh, the band's going to be at uh, the horse on St. Patty's Day in Fells Point. What's your name? Oh, it's man, sophomore. I got my fucking kids. Sophomore. That night. Yeah, <laughs> sophomore. Okay. Yeah, really good. And uh, yeah, we're at the horse you came in on in Fells Point. St. Okay. Patty's Day, laddie. Five <laughs> to nine. The trio. Um, yeah, at sophomore MD, we got a new song coming out this month. So check it awesome. out. Are you on uh, um, Spotify? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sophomore, it's sophomore, like yes. sophomore and high. Okay, sophomore in high school. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna listen to your shit on the way home. Please do. Yeah, and this I will. Is, this is a good Mandela effect for you because, assuming you've at least graduated high school, but mo a lot of people graduate in college as well. You've been a sophomore twice in your life. You should know how to spell it. It's three O's. 
That's it's true. three O's. Everyone thinks it's soft more. It's <laughs> sophomore. <laughs> it's right. like, dude, you spent two years of your life probably being this thing and you don't know how to spell it. <laughs> right. You right, got to right. work harder. I always tell people, look, follow us. If you can't spell it, don't follow us. <laughs> We don't need dumb fans. Right. <laughs> we don't need dumb fans. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Uh, anything else, guys? Just going um, yeah, yeah. Just uh, my open mic on Tuesdays at the Crown. Come on out for the open mic comedy. Um, and yeah, stay for the karaoke. Right. Uh, but thank you guys for Warlocks. And remember, there is a war on for your magic.